Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Puffcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth. I am Lemon, and we have a, we have a, a new third person here today. Yes, um, today, um, Lucas is not joining us today, but instead we have John. <laughs> Introduce yourself, John. Hello, I'm John. I am part of the same group that um, both Aiden and Elizabeth are, and I participate in the same things, and I do the same stuff as them, so I'm, I'm quite happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he right. means he is also a student of the Cinematic Arts Department here. Which is kind of what we're talking about today. Um, yeah. We've been talking about, you know, uh, media and, like, how all that is, uh, like, changing and evolving over the past couple episodes. And I, and, I, and I think the idea here is, like, well, you know, who cares? It's like, why, why? Who cares about our opinions? Yeah, exactly. So, like, well, here's a little bit. Like, I think it's, I think there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot to be said about, like, what we do and, like, how you know, that, that, that kind of mm -hmm. connects to what we've been talking about. Right, so we just wanted to talk about kind of like our own filmmaking experiences, kind of what goes into it. Because also what I find a lot as like, um, you know, high school film students, like I'll go, you know, somewhere outside of school and they'll be like, what school do you get to? Oh, I go to Douglas Harrison. Oh, what arts are you in? I'm in the cinematic arts department. And then I either get like blank stare, like, you know, like no response, or it's like, Oh, like what? What does that even? Do you guys just watch, like watch movies all day? Like, what do you even do, or whatever? And so, I guess we're here to clear that up. <laughs> um. So, like, definitely, like, like I got to, like, I have a lot of like family friends and things like that, like in my family, and so I, I, I do the same thing where I have to try to explain what I do. Of no, it's a multi-step process of. You know, uh, um, you know, pre-production and production and mm -hmm. post-production and, and a whole lot of planning before, after, and during that involves that. And it's incredibly complicated and, and complex. But, like, because people just think, oh, I'm, I'm going to go watch a movie for two hours in, a, in my room, people don't think of it as that big of a deal, even though it really actually is an incredibly right. <laughs> serious process. Yeah. So why don't we start out kind of just going around and kind of explaining how we got into film, and then, like, what we've been doing here at DA over four years. I mean, okay. I mean, I, I got into it, you know, I was, I, was, I was the YouTube kid at the audition. Like, uh, a lot of people, like, kind of scoffed at me because a lot of, like, my, I didn't come in here with the idea that I wanted to go into Hollywood or anything like that. Like, my concept of coming to DA and, like, getting into film was I'm going to get good at editing so that I can make high-quality YouTube content and, get, and hit those big bucks, man. <laughs> and, like, that was my, my goal coming in. Uh, and of course, that's all changed now. You know, I just want to be an editor. I've kind of really fallen in love with the the craft of it. But I mean, that was what I came to do, and I kind of I've made short films before that, but it was really just like, oh, I, we're doing a, we're going to do a Ghostbusters parody because I want to learn how to do ghosts. <laughs> like it wasn't the story being told. It was I want to learn how to do that thing. Mm -hmm. So let's make a movie that lets me do that. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've always connected. Uh, Visuals and stories from a very like long time ago. I, I, it's been it's been kind of like a lifelong thing for me uh, um, And from the beginning like I've always entertained myself by like putting like a DVD in of a cheesy film That isn't really that good as as like, an elementary school kid and just spending a Sunday afternoon just watching that, you know um, I was never into video games. I was never into that kind of stuff. It was just movies. That was it for me. Really? Yeah, really. And so growing up, I, I was enamored by them because, you know, you can do whatever you want, whatever you want. There's no restrictions. Like, the, the normal rules of the world don't apply. You can do everything. And I think it's, it's, a, it's enamoring, too, because, like, unlike making a 
uh, a video game or other and or a lot of other media like a, an album you have to go and record it or mm -hmm. something like that you we, a lot of us at least had access to cameras right yeah well that was kind so of like my situation. it was much easier to kind of get into it like oh I want to be creative how do I do that right I can go make a movie right now yeah like for me um I also kind of had that idea of like you know oh with movies like you can do whatever you want like you know it's not limited to song or like I don't know anything so I just like my parents kind of gifted me like one of those home kind of movie like camcorder things when I was like literally I think I was six or seven and I just started like you know just making videos of myself like acting out skits or whatever stuff with like my dolls filming them <laughs> like you know what I mean and then that kind of progressed into middle school where I started like actually writing scripts like in a word doc or whatever and like inviting like friends over having them like be the characters and I'd film it like on my iPhone and then <laughs> edit it in iMovie. We all love iMovie. Yeah, iMovie's <laughs> great. It's also horrible, but it's great. Yeah. yeah. But then, um, and so, like, you know, when it came time to go to high school, it was like, I have this awesome opportunity at DA to just, like, kind of, you know, do what I want. Like, at the time, I was, like, seriously, like, I want to be a film director. This is the end-all, be-all. So, like, you know, I really went in kind of running. And I'm still kind of, like, you know, I've had film, a lot of filmmaking experiences. I won like a couple of awards for films and stuff like that. So I've had success. And so I still want to do something in film. I know that probably, maybe a producer, maybe still director, but you know, something in that field. Yeah, I think like, I think a lot of us here would be, ha would, like we don't want, I don't think anyone here really wants to be, you know, the next Spielberg. I mean, it would be nice, yeah. <laughs> obviously, but like, I don't, I'm not going for that. I no. don't want that. You know, I don't want all that spotlight. You know, right, I, I don't want to be famous. Really. I wanna have, if, I, if I spend the rest of my life making music videos and movie trailers, and that was my career, bro, I'm happy I, with that. That would be a good career. Dude, I love yeah, editing definitely. those kind of I, things. Like, like, I, like, I remember, like, I, I, had a, I had a very similar upbringing to Elizabeth in, in respect that I had, I got an iPad 2 for, for, for my eighth birthday, and I would just film stuff. Eight? Like, Jesus. Yeah, eighth <laughs> birthday. And that was, like, the first device I ever got. And I would film everything on, like, video and not edit it <laughs> mm -hmm. because I didn't know how to yet. And, you know, like over time I would slowly like grasp things. But, you know, I came here because I thought, oh, it, it's just like a, a continuation of what I want to do, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, of course I, I did have the end all be all of, you know, I, I want to be in film as, you know, whatever I can get into it. I, I, you know, like back then I was like, oh, I just want to be a director. I, I want to be mm -hmm. a writer or, or, or whatever. But, you know, now there's so many positions that whatever I can get into, I will be appreciative of it because I'm still a part of the process that allows me to create in a way that is no longer restrictive to anyone. Yeah, I have a less, well, I don't know. I mean, for me, I feel like I've gone, like over the years, kind of learned what I like and don't like. Like I know I do not like a lot of like the technical stuff. Like I like cinematography, but I don't want to be the camera operator because I don't know, I don't know. I'm not a techie person in that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, that so, kind of yeah. gets me into the next thing I wanted to do. I want to kind of like go through each pro like step of making a film and kind of like how we do it and how we do it as like film students and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I guess step step one uh, is is coming up with the idea. Yeah. Which this is where I the most projects I think I've started have died. It's in the <laughs> first stage. Of like, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely the hardest. Like. Well, just because like. You have an idea, you think it's great, and then like the moment you start thinking about it, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not great. Stop writing. I, yeah, like I struggle with coming up with it. And like, I don't know. And people ask me like, oh, well, how do you even get the inspiration for your films? 
And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes, like, for my last film, like, you know, I just kind of, like, figured out what I was, like, interested in. And at the time, it was, like, kind of, like, you know, music from, like, the 60s and 70s and, like, kind of, like, I don't know, that culture and stuff. So mm -hmm. I decided to make a film, like, in that time period and stuff. And so what, but what I then did was I just kind of, like, went to a lot of different people, bounced my ideas off of them, and then you kind of, like, piece stuff together from, like, you know, what other people say and just like, oh, yeah. it evolves. Literally every step of the filmmaking process is collaborative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like one thing that I've had to learn the hard way is that um, like no matter what like step of the process you're in, in making a film, um, while, while you have the end all like um, creative decisions of your film, you have to be open to like d to different decisions and different like criticisms because if your idea doesn't work, you can't just be like, oh, it's my idea, I don't care. Yeah. You have to be willing to change it. Yeah, I, I, I've stuck to my guns before and like, I mean, I think the script turned out okay, but like, you know, it wasn't, <laughs> it was it definitely wasn't what it could have been because mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't take that criticism into account, you know. I guess the next step is actually writing the script, yeah. which I think is the, well, yeah, probably the most painful part with second, to the idea. I don't know why don't you guys know. think writing is painful. I, I love know. writing. You, I know it's you so like writing. I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I love dialogue and like putting in little. But the thing is, if you if you ever read one of my scripts, I know you both of you have. It's like ninety percent dialogue. Mm -hmm. It really and is. And like yeah. two lines of action. And because the way that I kind of think about it is when I hand my actor the script, the actions that they take should be obvious through the way that they speak and like what they say. So like mm -hmm. if if there's one line of dialogue that says he lights a cigarette at the start of the screenplay, right? Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the film is just like he talks. Well, it's assumed throughout the entire film that he has that and he's, you yeah. know, using it and he's, you know, he he twiddles his fingers maybe a little bit. It's that's all implied through he lights it at the beginning, it's going to be in his hand. You take a more, you know, interpretive approach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I try to be as clear as possible when writing a screenplay. So like Dialogue is like the last thing I think about because really? yeah because I I I've come to find out that I enjoy like having the visuals take control over dialogue so like like um I'm just, I'm yeah, kind of the same way yeah ha having like the visuals tell the story instead of instead of um just people telling it to you which which of course isn't bad but like just yeah, my yeah, pr yeah. my personal preference well, like yeah. show, storytelling one on one show don't tell right? yeah. Yeah, show don't tell you definitely I mean for me like I even from like the like coming up with the idea, I'm very visual. Like, I can see it in my head. I can Definitely, see the yeah. shots that I want, like, from the get-go. So, like, when I'm writing this script, like, that, definitely the visuals are, like, the more easy part, kind of, like, because, again, I can see it. The word, I, dialogue is so difficult to write in general. I know you like it, but, I mean, you know, it's just, ca like, capturing, like, how people actually talk and, like, making it realistic is kind of difficult. Yeah, it, I... I don't know. I'm a big fan of like crime movies. You know, like uh, I'm a big fan of like the way Tarantino writes his yeah. movies and like that kind of quick, snappy style of no dialogue lines should be more than like two lines at most mm -hmm. for me. Just because like you can really get what you want across in one word. Like in most cases, like that's yeah. that's the way I think about it. Um, which which leads to some weird exchanges a lot where like a dude says one thing and he means five things and like it's up to the watcher or the actor mm -hmm. or whoever else is reading the script to kind of 
get what I want out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just, but that's just well written dialogue beca- yeah. because like dialogue inherently is not bad at all. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's a very important part of you know a screenplay. But um, I I don't like dialogue when it's just like there to explain yeah. everything. Here is what I feel. Here is what is happening currently. <laughs> yeah, but but dialogue that um, has a, a purpose not just to the characters, but but it has you know that great writing ability to have subtext within it. Yeah. It's really it's really something special, and you can like tell if it's like really there or just like fake or or, or if it's not mm-hmm, even definitely. there at all. You know, yeah. Well, the next Which part. I think yeah, I think it leads yeah, into next part production. is is pre-production. Oh yeah, well, pre-production. Well, yeah, just kind of briefly touch upon like you know, you, then you gotta like actually make it happen, and that's kind of where the producing comes in. You gotta cast people. You gotta find locations. You gotta get props. You gotta get costumes. You gotta get whatever you want. And sometimes it's a huge undertaking. You see, the reason I forgot about that is because I usually don't do it. Which is bad. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I, I think I, I've told this story maybe, maybe once before. I'm not sure, but like, my, uh, the, the film I tried to make last year, the reason it, I love that script, the, the political com- comedy mm-hmm. I wrote, I love that script. The reason it didn't get made is because I didn't, I didn't cast. I just kind of like said, we're gonna shoot this day, and then I got, I got to that day. And I was like, I have no one to shoot with. <laughs> like, I, I, I just, I'm so used to, like, casting myself or casting this guy I know or, mm-hmm. like, really just doing everything on my own. When it came time to do a bigger production like that, it just didn't happen. Yeah. And, yeah. that I mean, it is difficult, like, to find, especially, like, you know, as a student filmmaker and kind of, like, you know, I get, I mean, Jacksonville's well, not a small town, in, but, like, it's not as big a population as somewhere even else. Even in, like, the industry, you hear a lot of stories of, like, this movie had like 15 directors because they keep dropping out or like this movie had like Tom Cruise was almost Iron Man but he didn't want to do it or Mm -hmm. like whatever like you know people just kind of but what like what I find you know ends up being helpful is just like connections and literally asking like every single person you know do you have someone like I needed an old car from the 60s like do you have like I went to a random like car show and just started asking the like guys there with their cars, would you be interested in having your car in a film for free? Really? Yes. See, and then I don't, I, and I that don't have the personality for that. Yeah, I can't it talk d- to strangers. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I like a big part of my growth here idea is, is that I ha- I've had to learn how to do that. Yeah. Because in because like in ele- in elementary school and middle school I was way more shy and introverted, but now I've had to learn how to be like, hey, I just need this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can, can I please have it? And, like for no charge, no money. I just need it for a film, please. <laughs> Which, yeah, if you're, like, your own kind of, like, kind of a one-man show of, like, writer, director, producer, like, everything, kind of, like, how we do it, like, mm-hmm. you really have to be like that. In the real world, you can, I mean, there's usually you have one job, maybe two jobs, but, like, uh, you know, usually yeah. that's producer's just get job, to, yeah, just, just, which like, I like. Like, just, like, just get somebody to do it. But, like, here, like, in, in, in a student film, you have to be able to walk up to a person and be like, hey, I need, like, you or I need a thing you have, mm-hmm. I need this place. Because you have no other choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's well, it. Next is actual production, which being on set filming. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I think it's either the most fun or least fun part of the process, depending <laughs> on who you are. Mm-hmm. It's a very love hate relationship yeah. with it, yeah. It's my favorite part. Like, that's what I'm like here for. Okay, so you go first then. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, you know, like, everything else is kind of like, I, has a certain element of stress. And obviously, being on set has stress as well. I think it's just so cool, like, when you're, you know, being on set in the location, people wearing costumes, like, you've gathered all these people together to make one creative product. And I, that, I think that's so awesome to see, like, 
you know, what I've had in my head for like months on end, and then like to finally see it like full, like unfold in front of me, and like, I don't know, get that. I really like the energy that can be created on set. I've been on sunsets where like, you know, people clearly don't want to be there, and it's kind of like they're just there to get it over with, and I don't like that very much. That, I try that's not the to worst have feeling on a set like of all time ever. Yeah. I, I, th I think the best point on a set you can get to is when everyone's like having a fun time or, gen mm -hmm. or, or is generally not loathing being there because, you know, it's a job thing, not like a get-together thing. But like, like you said, like when there's an energy on set that just you get rolling with it and you get more and more into it, that's the best possible thing you can have on a set because yeah. it, it just, it, the time flies by then and you get everything done. It's great. When, when, when I've been on a big set, the, the first thing on my mind is, holy crap, there's a lot of stuff happening around me and I don't know what most of it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I am so overwhelmed by most on-set occurrences that um, like I, I, I have a hard time keeping myself together. Uh, and th of course that comes with a lack of technical experience. Like you talked about it earlier, where like, I'm not a, you're not a big person with equipment, yeah. neither am I. I'm not sure if, how, how much you work with camera and all that, mm. John. But like, so when it comes to like my set experience, yes, I've had those sets where like th things go well and it feels you know very high team morale, but a lot of the time, it's like you feel good when it's over because like wow we just did that mm -hmm. but during the whole like and, and while you're shooting obviously while the camera is rolling everyone's like having fun watching the play happen you know basically <laughs> it's basically like a live theater show and that's great mm -hmm. but like but like the, all the planning and all the okay move the camera here do it again okay but do it again this time and like <laughs> like all of that the outs, the behind the camera stuff, that stresses me out. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. I think, I yeah, it's definitely like depends on what kind of person you are. Cause I know you like, you like the editing process and stuff like that. For me, like, I enjoy those moments and it is high stress, but kind of like a good stress. And, you know, just it's like a puzzle a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I've found that like um, one of the most fun times I've had on a set was, was actually on a set that I've been with you with on, 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 on Matthias. Um, Matthias, really? Matthias, yeah, because. On that set, like, I was on the set and, 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 and like an integral part of it, but I didn't need to have the huge stress of like, of, of being like in charge of it. Mm -hmm. And so I was there like helping out and doing lights and things like that and, and, and occasional camera work, but like I didn't have to be in charge of everything. And so it felt like very much like I was a, I was a piece of a larger puzzle kind of feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I was still high enough to where I had that, you know, that big piece to fill. You right. know? Yeah, you mentioned, and you mentioned, uh, that's, I, w I was audio on that set. And like, I guess it's a different feeling because like, for me, I had to be like, I had both the director and the producer basically on my neck. Like, did you write that down? Okay, do we need to do that again? They're asking me if I need to do that again because mm, I was oh. the one who was listening in and making sure everything was working correctly. Yeah, that's a big stress. Yeah. You yeah. know, that, th and I'm usually in that position where I'm the one watching the camera. I'm the one looking at the audio. Maybe that's my, my choice in position, I Maybe. guess. I don't know. But, yeah. so, I mean, yeah, different, different strokes, you uh -huh. know? Well, and that's, you know, there's a lot of roles in film in general, so that everyone kind of finds their niche. Like, I, I, you know, I like being on, I used to do audio for some, like, when we were, I was, like, a sophomore and freshman and stuff like that, but I definitely prefer being, like, the director. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I think that's yeah. just how I am. But, yeah. Well, once you've shot your film, then you take it to the editing room and you and take it, it all to, together. To, the, to, to some guy... In a very poorly lit room, <laughs> probably got some Doritos in there, 
Like it's or yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yourself, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Still, I edit all my films. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's still a dark room. Right. Yes. It's like I, I've been, I've been, it's been referred to as my cave before, where like mm -hmm. someone comes in, it's completely dark, just the screen. <laughs> I've got like headphones on, just like. Yeah. You know, just little rats going way. around editing <laughs> yeah. your films. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your favorite part. So it is. It is my favorite part. I, I don't know. I enjoy. I, I, you mentioned like how it's, it feels like a piece of a puzzle. It feels like a puzzle to me. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I'm looking at everything I've been given, and most of it is useless. And I have to find <laughs> the good stuff and like put together the most perfect, pure version of this story that's being told. And I find joy in that. Mm -hmm. I find joy in being the one person you can point. I said he put that together. That's what I like, is like yeah. being that person. I can kind of agree, but I think my joy out of editing comes in when, you know, you take all the footage that you've seen kind of out of order and out of place and, you know, in its fullest extent on set, and, and you put it together and, and you, you see the story that you wrote from the beginning, like really forming into the way that you thought it. Right. And, and it becomes like, oh, wow, I made this. Like, well, that's th the this thing, is it. That's the thing, though. I, a lot of the time, the story that I shot is not the story I edit. You know, a, a lot in most of my product actually, there's at least at least one change, like one major change that I'm like, actually, that works better if I put this here and this here, and like, yeah. I'm completely changing the order of that scene. Right. Well, that's why, like, the editor is seen as kind of sometimes like the last director yeah. of a thing because, like, really, like, you know, things change in the edit. Like, I've had I've added like an entire sequence that I didn't think was going to be in there before. Um, you know. Well, like, I, I, I edited a, a major project last year, and legit, like, we, we, we would take two separate scenes and intercut them together into one scene. Mm -hmm. And it worked much better because you could see the direct, like, correlations between, you know, two very disparate things, but it worked much better than it, than it read, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it read great on the script, but when you when you put it in the order it was in the script as, it felt kind of separate and long-winded. Yeah. You know, so you kind of smush that together. And a lot of editing is compression. It's like taking this 10-page script and making it into a five-page film. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a lot of what happens. Yeah, there. speaking of that, um, I actually, like, a, a, a thing to note about like all three, like, like parts of production, uh, you know, every step of the way yeah. while making a film is that it's, like, no matter how much you plan, no matter how much you want to organize, it's always going to be very fluent and very, you know, open change and you yeah. have to be open to change yeah. because you know it, it, you, you can change like reading the script you can change on set and be like oh this scene mm -hmm. doesn't work I'm not liking this there's a there's a there's a saying we, we have around here it's you have to kill the baby uh, and like <laughs> and like there's a there's a and what that means is like a lot of the time you have a single person who who writes directs and edits their film and when you get to that a lot of people are resistant to change their script or resistant to not use that shot because it looks so good doesn't mm -hmm. matter if it looks good. Doesn't matter if it worked really well in the script. If it's not working in your edit, you gotta cut it. Yeah. And you gotta be you gotta be open to making those changes. And you know you gotta be able to to kill your baby and make it different and mm -hmm. make it into something that you didn't plan for. You know. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, like I think editing. Actually, I do enjoy editing. Maybe it's like my second favorite part or something. Because um, I do. It's kind of like you said. I like you know like piecing it together, you know, then it's really like that's the final product. I guess the only reason I I don't want to be an editor like as an actual job or like career or whatever because I just don't um I don't know, I don't want to be like in a dark room for like my whole like all day and just like that's you know, and that's honestly what you have to do. Like when I find when I edit like 
you know, it feels like, oh, only like 30 minutes has passed. No, like three hours has passed. And I just, I know like, I would not be in, like enjoying doing that as like a job or like all day long. Well, once the film is done, then you show it to people. They don't <laughs> like it. I like showing mine to, my films to people. I know you don't, but. I run out of the room when it's showing. Yeah. Like, I, that's more of a thing for me though. I don't mind if other people see it, but I hate watching my own films because all I see, and this is a quote that I'm taking uh, from, from a video I watched about, about filmmaking. I don't see the story. I see everything else held together by duct tape just <laughs> outside the frame. Oh, God, yeah. Sure. I did that, too, definitely. Like, like I don't see whatever's happening. I see, I see, um, I see Jimmy over there barely holding the mic out of shot. Mm -hmm. I see... I see the fact that, you know, I lost five actors and this guy was the last guy I had. And, like, all of that, I can't look at it. I, I, I like, I, it, 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 it breaks me. Really? Yeah. yeah I just, I know, I, and I know people have that experience. I just kind of, I don't know, I just don't really feel that way. <laughs> I kind of, I enjoy seeing people's reactions and because that makes me feel like, oh, like, my film has impacted someone. Like, when... My last film kind of had like a melancholy ending, and when people come up to me like, "Oh, I watched it," and, like, and honestly, like I teared up at the end. I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> like that's what I want." want you know, is going oh, for. I'm, I'm glad. You know, I come that back I for all that. the criticism. I just can't watch the right, film. Yeah. You know? yeah, I, I think the best part of like the the final product part of it is, like, I think that if I've pulled off my thing or, or or at least a part of my film relatively well. I'm incredibly proud of that one specific part. Oh, yeah. A and I feel, like, awesome to show that to people. So, like, for example, um, we just made, like, a, a few ads in, 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 one of our, in one of our classes. And and I don't know why, but I think I pulled off the comedic timing in mine, like, kind of well, and, and, like, more well than I usually do. And I felt, even if it was a small thing, I felt incredibly proud of that. And I felt really happy to show that to people and be like, wow, I guess they do appreciate that. And, you know, they mm -hmm. think the same way I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then sometimes, well, also, I think people don't, uh, who just aren't, you know, don't do film, like, don't realize, is then, a lot of times, you submit it to a bunch of film festivals, and there's a whole ton of student film festivals. So hopefully, it wins some awards for you, and you get some recognition. Yep. Well, I think that wraps up our film discussion. Yeah. Thank you, John, for contributing. Yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is, a, this is a, something that I, I, I know you want to talk about for a yeah. long time. Um, I mean, I think it's interesting. Hopefully, it was interesting for you. I, like, I when I whenever I t describe what I do here, I always say, you know, I don't go to school for eight hours. I go to school for maybe a class or two. <laughs> then I go to work, you know. And then yeah, I, yeah. And like then I then then I then I then I leave and I go somewhere and I enter a completely different space and I mm -hmm. and it's kind of this different atmosphere and I love that. Yeah. I love the 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 filmmaking atmosphere. I think more than any part part of it individually is just the way that it all you know kind of mm -hmm. encapsulates itself yeah like as far as school goes i enjoy coming here and like feeling like there's a purpose to what i'm doing like i actually feel accomplished like, accomplished and like passion for something whereas like you know maybe in math class <laughs> i don't necessarily feel passionate about my calculus homework and stuff but like here it's like oh i'm actually doing something like that's you know really awesome. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, like she said, thanks for joining us, John. You're very welcome. Uh, maybe we'll have you back at some point. Yeah. Who knows? Well, Let's see. Um, do we want to talk about one division? Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, we said we said I've last time, it. last uh, last I've episode was about one division. Just um you know the show itself, 
And so we said we'd touch on um, it every podcast, just like with the new episodes so coming So remember out. when I said that uh, Agnes was definitely Ag- Agatha Harkness? I said sure. that. Yes. She was. Yeah, well, I've, you I've I've read comic books. <laughs> Here's the thing. I have not. So watching that episode, like, it was like, oh, okay, she's, like, the bad guy, I guess. But, uh, like, I don't know. Like, it was a nice reveal, but I, but I feel like um, I'm... Like not as happy as like people like you are, yeah. who know who she is, be- because I'm like, oh, she's like just an evil person who has been there. I didn't know either, but I just I enjoyed that, you know, twist. I mean, it, was, and then it was a catchy thing. song. It was a catchy song. It was a fun twist. It it, it, it was like a nice like just uh, like punch in the face of how oh, let's have just a really like comically evil person for no reason <laughs> at all. Like like that's f- so fun to see, you know. I yeah. think I said last time like I was kind of I felt kind of indifferent about it. Like I wasn't. You know, I liked it enough to keep watching it, but I wasn't up. necessarily excited. Now, like, yeah, it's definitely picked up. I'm into it. I want to know why. Or, like, I want to get in there. I want to, you know. Um, well, next time we uh, we do one of these, it'll be over. So, I yeah, mean, so we can I, fully discuss. I think then we can, like, fully discuss where it's going. For me, I wonder where the kids went at the end of the last, at the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Did Agatha make the kids? Maybe. <laughs> fake. We'll I've, see. Yeah, I'm 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 actually like really curious of, of yeah. where the show goes now that they've opened like a, a big new door of of you know possibilities. Yeah, and I mentioned last time that you know it tie, this film this this show ties into a bunch of future movies. So I I'm I'm really interested to see you know where all these magic concepts and they're kind of touching on a bunch of new stuff here, and I'm really interested mm-hmm. to see where it goes. Again, not a lot actually has happened in like right. a case of development of like stuff. We've just kind of seen more and more into this weird world. And I, I, like, I think I said last time, I'm interested in seeing more weird worlds from Marvel. For the yeah. longest time, we've seen kind of the same couple of things. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're breaking new ground here. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that has been an episode of the Puffcast. Yeah, that about covers it. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. I've been Elizabeth. Bye-bye. I have been Lemon. And I'm John. So long, partner.